All right. Well, we can kick this off with a little um, uh, random movie quote from a real movie. You guys ready? Nice. Yeah. Woo! All right. Ready? Listen to this. You know you don't fucked up, right? Don't be a menace. Menace to society. Yes, menace to society. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, don't be a menace in South Central, and I, I, think that also, I think that also still applies, too, because they make fun of it. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, I think so. And, you know... Yeah, for some reason, yeah. You know what actor, what actor says that line? You know you don't fucked up, right? Lawrence Fishbourne. No. That was kind of um, close, but that was close. Kind of. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> no. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is not in Menace to Society. That was a solid guess. <laughs> Dude, that was a solid guess, man. Give it <laughs> what to him. What's his name? About? Is it Ving? Ving? Ving Rhames? Ving Rhames? Yeah. No, it's not Ving Rhames. God, what is that guy? Is it a guy with the that's name... bald head? Does he have a bald head? Is this guy fucking bald? He got, head? A, he got a fucking bald head. You got a fucking baldy? We're talking about. Yeah, actually, I mean, I think for the bald most head part, and mustache. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I don't know about the mustache, but he is an actor and a filmmaker, and his name is Bill Duke. Oh, nice. Okay, you know Bill Duke. Yeah. He directed Deep Cover. Yeah, Deep Cover, yeah. That's Sister Act 2. When he's in Predator, right? Yes, he's in Predator. Yeah. Yeah, he's in a bunch oh, of he's shit. The guy that, so he, he's always rubbing the Predator. razor on his face, on his raw skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. Predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in the movie Predator. I don't think he does that for real. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, he's that guy that's always rubbing the razor <laughs> on his skin in real life, right? Just walking around. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Bill Duke. <laughs> Junior stargazers and space cadets. Each year we celebrate Asteroid Day commemorating September 23rd, 3007 B.C., when the Arid Plains meteorite made Earth impact. Welcome, everyone, to a voyage through film. I'm Daniel. We got my boy Mikey Mike over here. What up? Choo, choo, choo. We got Anthony. Hello, hello. Hola. <laughs> and, uh... We also got Jashy Baby. Zibby, zibby, zab, zibby, yay. Zibby, do, bop, bay. What? Oh, it's giving it a blah, 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 Continuing on with Wes Anderson month, mm. with his new one out, doing a little, a new thing with a new movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We're uh, doing Asteroid City, baby. Oof. Yes. A new thing with a new movie. Mm-hmm. One of That's his best. Do. It got a 76% on the tomato meter. 
It's still fresh. Wow. That's pretty good, though, for this movie. Yeah. I guess, yeah. I could see how it could be divisive. But for Tomato Meter, which like goes apeshit over certain movies, it's like, this should be in the 90s. Yeah, right. Yeah. 62% in the audience score. Ah, uh, brutal. I was very surprised by It's too much for audiences. I mean, it's a bunch of people going to see like their favorite actor, and they don't know what they're getting into or something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> they could see like, a star-studded movie. I actually West did Andy's have a couple people the in the movie theater leave, and then at the end of the movie, a couple people were like dumbfounded like on what they actually saw. Like People were confused. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think if you're if you're like not used to this type of different storytelling that he does and if you're just dumb you probably just won't Ooh. like get it if you're not you cultured know. yeah what the audience like if, look like you know you guys like, wait what's going on wait so why was he black and white Are you asking for the demographic of our theater interactions yeah uh um, yeah Forty percent women, sixty percent men. <laughs> Wait, what? yeah, I, don't, I feel like Not we had some like o- older people in our in our movie. Yeah, we had this. Yeah, same, same. Coughing his lungs up, the whole movie. Uh, yeah. Oh Jesus, poor guy. We all yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah, really there, there was a woman there with a dog. Oh yeah, that was nice. Get the fuck out of here with a dog. <laughs> like a service dog. He's such a good boy. Was the dog like making noise? Yeah, it was like well, she was playing like fetch with it in the theater and stuff. <laughs> That's that Florida theater for you. Yeah, it's, it's it was nice when she did get up at like to go to the bathroom or something, and, and the dog started like shaking, and it had its like uh, jacket on, so it was pretty loud. Jeez, that's crazy. I'm never, I don't think I've ever seen yeah. a dog in a movie theater. I'd be very. Yeah, I had to like, get up and upset. complain to the. Customer service. No, Did you? Didn't. No, of course not. Yeah, I was gonna say you left Asteroid City. He actually, complain. like I missed the whole middle, <laughs> middle part. Of this <laughs> Waited in line and shit. I need this dog out yeah. of here. <sighs> There's a fucking service dog in Theater Twelve. <laughs> At least IMDb doesn't disappoint. They gave it oh. a seven point one. Oh, seven point one. Still not that great. Wow. <laughs> That's a little low. But I mean, hey, it's consistent. For Wes Andy. Yeah, it's on IMDb, yeah. It's, it's very consistent. You gotta appreciate that. But yeah. uh, they describe <laughs> it as... <laughs> it's following a writer on his world-famous fictional play about a grieving father who travels with his tech-obsessed family to small rural asteroid city to compete in a junior stargazing event only to have his worldview disrupted forever. Nice, okay. Jesus, that's all one sentence, my god. Who wrote that? Nice, I like that description, yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, we want to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, yeah, we want to know yeah. who the <laughs> fuck wrote Does it have their address? In one sentence. <laughs> At least their screen name, bro? But yeah, it was, of course, directed by Wes Anderson. Written and directed. Nice. Wes Andy. Oh, wow. And he wrote it with Roman Coppola. Of course. Oh, wow, there you Coppola. go. Coppola? Coppola? Coppola. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. It's Coppola. It's got a, I mean, Jesus, you, 
walk one way and you'll trip over five stars in this movie. It's got Ooh, fucking yeah. Jason Schwartzman, oh. our boy. Yeah, classic. My girl. ScarJo. ScarJo. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. all, all day, every My day. My favorite in this movie. You know her from The Avengers. Lost in Translation. <laughs> in her best movie, yeah. Lost in Translation. Ghost Town. Uh, um, Ghost Town. <laughs> wait, Ghost Town? Yeah, with Steve Buscemi. Oh, yeah. That's right. And yeah, she's great in that. I thought that she had been in more Wes Anderson, but it turns out I was just thinking about Jojo Rabbit. Mm. <laughs> same with Deanna, actually. She said the same thing. I was like, no, no. That's. What is his name? Watiki? Taika, Taika Waititi. Waititi. Yeah, yeah. White, it's like white titty. Like, just think white titty. Just... Yeah. I'm probably, <laughs> if I thought it, I'd probably white just titty. say white titty all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just say white titty. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but, but yeah, we also got Tom Hanks. Yes. Yeah, you know him from Forrest Gump. Yeah. Castaway. <laughs> yep. That's it. Toy Story. And uh, someone we did recently, Jeffrey Wright. Oh. Nice. You know him from Shaft. <laughs> from Shaft. <laughs> that's right, baby. Now that's all I think about is Peoples Hernandez. <laughs> People. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Westworld. I still can't believe Jeffrey Wright did that in Shaft. I know. <laughs> it's incredible. It. <laughs> it's crazy that he did that and then made a career for himself doing completely different types of roles. Yeah, definitely. We also got Brian Cranston, Hal himself. Mm, Hello. You know him from Breaking Bad. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> That's it. And Malcolm, Malcolm in the, in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle, baby. <laughs> and then we also got Edward Norton. No, Ooh, Norton you know him from American History X. Oh yeah, Fight Club, <laughs> The Hulk, Primal Fear. Yeah. But then we got uh, Maya Hawk. Ooh, mm. you know her from Stranger Things. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that's where it ends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and being <laughs> and being Uma Thurman's daughter. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I always forget that. Ethan Hawk. Yeah, Ethan Hawk. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But uh and then we also have a little shout out to Leif Schreiber. It's Ray Donovan. How about Adrian Brody? Yeah, and Adrian Brody. Man, yeah, you know him from the pianist. <laughs> <laughs> from the pianist. <laughs> yeah, Steve Carell. You know him from Anchorman. You know, from 40-Year-Old Virgin. You know, from The Office. Willem Dafoe. Yeah, Willem. Uh, Fucking Willem. Small but you know, mighty from role. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man? Yeah. yeah. You, you know him from To Live and Die in L.A.? Ooh, have you seen that movie? I love that movie. Yeah. That's oh, so good. Dude, Antichrist. Mm. And The Last Temptation of Christ. That's mm-hmm. true. He's he done both that. both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> he was not in that, was he? He played Jesus yeah, Christ. Wasn't he Jesus? Yeah. yeah, he was Jesus. What the fuck? <laughs> Margot Robbie. Yeah, Margot Robbie, dude. Also, like small said, but great scene. Yeah, she's from Suicide Squad, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, Matt Dillon. 
Ah, oh, there's something about Mary. There's something that's the one name. <laughs> there's something that's, about Mary. That's one I know from the most. Jason Bourne himself. Um, he plays Jason Bourne in this movie too. It's just not scripted. Then what? Well, well, that's Matt Damon. You're talking about Matt Damon? Yeah. <laughs> this is Matt Dillon <laughs> and Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum as the alien. From, yeah, from Jurassic Park. Yeah, he has like one <laughs> line, two seconds. The fly. Yeah. yeah nice. The fly. Yeah. See, we could. This could be the whole podcast. Actually, we just say the. We just name <laughs> off the cast <laughs> yeah. of Wes Anderson movies Where and do you name know other him movies from the that most? they're in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's just so many people in this. Yeah. No, it's not. It's, it's totally absurd. This is this is where maybe I should say like I went to the movie me and leo went and i definitely got way too high for this movie (laughs) like i was like ah this is gonna be great asteroid city to smoke a lot of weed it'll be so much fun and halfway through the movie i was like what the fuck is happening yeah that's exactly what i (laughs) where am i and what i mean that's what the movie ends up asking itself like jason schwartzman's like what is this like what's the point Right. Yeah. Which I think just added to the confusion for my stone brain. (laughs) The movie doesn't even know what it is. The self-aware movie. Yeah. I feel like it's it's like Wes Anderson's Tenet. (laughs) Wes Anderson's Tenet. That's hilarious. The puzzle. That makes no sense. The movie tells you like maybe this like doesn't actually mean anything. Maybe this is just here to be here. This is just a piece of art for you. Right. Or it's like when a director has so far gone in their own style that everyone is just left baffled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's made the the ultimate Wes Anderson movie, which I didn't think he could outdo himself after uh, the French Dispatch. I was like, wow, he's really just outdone himself now in terms of like his style yeah it's really just like making movies like for himself now yeah perfect i'm here for it i know me yeah. too i know it's funny it's like you'd think maybe he'd try something else but no the guy knows what he does it'd be weird now if he just made a movie that wasn't like this right he's like i just want to make like a tony scott kind of just like action thriller <laughs> that'd be <laughs> awesome all right, well, should we kind of go through the story a bit? Kind of lay it out? Lay it down. Yeah, lay it out. All right, well, so then at this point, we should say that this is your official spoil warning. There's going to be spoilers all over the place for this movie that just came out, so listen at your own discretion. Yeah. yeah. If you don't like that, shut it off. I like how it's spoil. I like how you said spoil warning instead of spoiler alert. This is yeah. your official spoil warning. <laughs> spoil <laughs> warning. <laughs> I feel like I wish I had that when my fruits are on the counter. <laughs> yeah, right? That'd be useful. The day before. For fruit. This is yeah, <laughs> so you can eat them. Yeah. yeah, especially for my avocados. For real, dude. Well, so what the movie just kind of starts with like them just introducing the whole cast of this play, yeah, and like the settings, right? Just like on a stage, 
Yeah, all 50 yeah. of them. It's like Brian Cranston, and he's like doing like a TV special, and it's in black and white, and yeah. it's in the Academy ratio. It's in the square, like one three three one, the old ratio. Yeah, he's like introducing. It's like a special about this play, right? Yeah. And they start introducing the actors, and they're all like sitting around there. And they all get like spotlighted. But if that's like how it is, and like, are you just watching this TV special basically? That's what I understood. Pretty much. That's yeah, the, you're yeah. watching the TV special, but they're they're showing it to you as if it was the real thing. Yeah, and they're like breaking down at parts like the behind the scenes, like with the writer and stuff. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Which that yeah. this that whole storyline I had no idea existed. From the like <laughs> trailers, there's yeah, no yeah, indication yeah. of that. Well, I like how they kind of kept that under wraps. At least for me, they did. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. And so when that started to happen, I was like, "What the fuck is happening yeah, right dude. now?" I was yeah, like, like, "What is this movie?" I, I was no just started smiling. For. Yeah. I love how yeah. he sets it up, though. Brian Cranston sets it up pretty awesome. Like everything oh, yeah. is fictional, and everything you see is fictional. A fictional yeah. town with fictional people. <sighs> <Okay. laughs> like, yeah, sounds like the Twilight Zone or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, he's like doing real serious, and he's framed up kind of funny too. They put him in like the bottom of the frame a lot. Yeah, yeah. I like the sound design too. Like when you when the camera passes him, now like his voice is narrating still, but it's like coming from like behind you. Yeah, they do. Ah, uh, that that's crazy. Yeah, they do all sorts of stylized stuff here with the camera and his voiceover. But what it's? I mean, it just kind of starts with Jason Schwartzman's character. What it's like? Is his yeah. name like Augie? Augie. Yeah. His car like breaks down with his three daughters and his son. Like he was taking his son to the city for a science convention thing. Ah, that's great. Matt Dillon is the mechanic yeah that was hilarious Dude, like, he's so good he fixes it and then that other like, part falls <laughs> out and it starts like seizing all over the place when he's like there's two he's like there's two ways this can be one it's a super easy fix and <laughs> yeah. it doesn't cause you anything two it's gonna take two weeks and it's gonna cost you a lot or something like that he's like yeah, we're he's like rebuild the whole engine and it'll yeah, mostly yeah. be parted out <laughs> And then he points, he points at a, like a broken down vehicle that's been rusted <laughs> yeah. out, and he's like, "It's gonna yeah. turn into that." And then he brings, <laughs> he pulls out like the tiniest car part you could ever see. He's like, and yeah. he says it almost costs nothing, and he twists it on the car. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was great. And, it, like, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, looks like it's number one. Easy." And he's like, oh, great. And then all of a sudden the car's just like, <laughs> and it starts like going crazy. Yeah. And he's like, all the tires deflate. <laughs> all the tires <laughs> yeah, deflate. Tires deflate. Yeah. And a piece he's like, like how much do I owe you before that? Crazy. He's like, how much do I owe you? He's like, nothing. <laughs> and then it just falls yeah. apart. Yeah, and his daughters are all like, they're all like, want to pretend to be like witches. They're, they're fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, they're, they're just so like good. hitting the car and like breaking the windows on the car. <laughs> yeah. Like on the break, broken down car yeah. outside. 
Those, yeah, those little girls are like adorable and terrifying at the same time. They're the best. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. So they're the best. Yeah, they're like all talk at the same time. It's like I'm a vampire. <laughs> yeah. I need blood. I'm... I like it a lot. Yeah. I yeah. was a witch, but now I'm a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause what is she like the waitress comes out and is like, Oh, what about you, little princess or something like that? I'm like, I'm not a princess, I'm a witch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm a fairy. <laughs> so good. She's like, I'm a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Then he has a phone call uh, where he calls Tom Hanks, who's supposed to be his father-in-law, on the yeah. on the right. telephone, and uh, he tells uh, he tells Tom Hanks to pick up the kids because their cars br- broke down. Yeah, and he says he's not his chauffeur; he's the grandfather. Where <laughs> yeah. are you? Did you tell your kids that your that your wife died? <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. daughter. Jeez, yeah, this part was hilarious. Oh my god. Yeah, and he hasn't told his kids yet, even though it's been like over a week. It's been three weeks. Three weeks. <laughs> like three weeks. <laughs> that was so. That's why he tells up. him. Yeah. Oh, that was so fucked up. And yeah. Tom he Hanks. Tells him we that, have that to know that Tom Hanks has a gun. Yeah, yeah. he just has like a gun holster. He has a gun. It's like tucked in the front. Yeah, it's great. Looks like some old like pirate gun. Like a, uh, it's like got like a nice looking handle on it. <laughs> yeah. It's old, like, six-shooter six revolver. And Jason Schwartzman smokes a pipe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He tells his kids that their mom died. Well, everyone just kind of starts getting to town for this science convention. Dude, that scene where he tells them that their mom died was so good. It's like, yeah, well... So, yeah, like, she died. It's, like, so, it's so <laughs> casually laid out. And they're all just yeah. like, what? <laughs> It's like, heaven doesn't exist for me, but it does for you. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Yeah. He's telling his daughter, she's like, is he, she going to heaven? And he's like, well, I don't believe in that, but for you, yeah. That's <laughs> so brutal. So brutal. I, I don't believe in that. <laughs> yeah, what does he say they are? Because, like, Tom Hanks is, like, Pescopalian? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Like oh, yeah, but you can't. Yeah, that's right. Because you guys are Pescopalian. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of ama- immediately Wes Anderson immediately makes you feel like not so bad about him being a widower and them losing their parent. He just proposes it in such a funny way. Yeah, he does. But it's it's dark. It makes the character such a dick. Um Steve Carell like runs the like office for all the little like shacks <laughs> that everyone comes to use for the thing. Yeah, he runs this whole scene. It's sort of like motel kind of thing. And he's got all these yeah. convenience machines. Yeah. One that it, sells land. Yeah. yeah. One that okay. sells like martinis. Yeah, the best martinis. Yeah, right. <laughs> Looks fucking great. That's great. And during this whole intro, he sets up the the set, like the entire set, and like you're introduced to all the set pieces, like the diner and the billboard and the town, and he does like this 180 shot of it all, and it just looks yeah. so gorgeous. Like I don't know why, but to me, this is why this movie's so good. Is just like it looks like there's so much love 
put into the set pieces and he really oh, yeah. just is like displaying it for you, like for your entertainment and his own entertainment. Oh yeah. And one of them is just like a highway ramp that they built that is never going to get finished. Yeah. Closed indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. And the sets look, they're so overly done, like overly stylized. I mean, they're, they're like cut out sets. Like a yeah, lot of these, you like, like you can tell, yeah, they're not even fully built out, um, like on purpose, like to be like a stage production to make it be like how they would make like a storefront look on on the stage. That's how he makes it look, and then films it, which just gives it this kind of like yeah. the nuke that goes off like in the background, but it's still like a, a like it looks like I don't know, it's like growing still, like I don't know, like. Is it like stop animation they're using like on on like right. the set like the like right because they're like testing nukes nearby <coughs> yeah the like uh, the like little the mushroom clouds or whatever yeah what are you talking about yeah I know I don't I mean those have to be composited in for sure okay not actually happening in the background they must be it's just claymation they look weird it's all clay. There is some random animation. We haven't gotten to it yet. But. Yeah, like the Roadrunner. <laughs> the, the fucking alien. Hold on to your britches, all right? But there's also just like, what, like uh, there's like a car that keeps coming through town that's being like chased by the police. Yeah, that's yeah. the best. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. like four times. Yeah. We're basically just like introduced to all these kids that are there for the science fair, though. And all they're like, they, I guess they all have like chaperones with them. Yeah, their parents. Yeah, Jason Schwartzman and Scarlett Johansson have like a relationship through like a window, like their their windows (laughs) like face each other in their cabins. (laughs) Oh, it's great. Yeah, when you when you first meet the ScarJo's character at the diner, it's in the very beginning, and her name is Midge Campbell, and Augie, who's Jason Schwartzman, decides to just randomly take a picture of her eating, and then Midge Campbell goes, "You took a picture of me." And then Augie just says, uh-huh. And she says, why? <laughs> and he says, I'm a photographer. And she goes, you didn't ask for permission. He says, yeah. I never asked for permission. <laughs> she, says, she says, why not? And then this is the best line. He says, because I work in trenches, battlefields, and combat zones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Because he was like a war photographer. That's like right. his like, yeah. background. But he like, doesn't give a fuck. And no. he has this like, kind of like stoic. Like, it says so much about him, too. Like, this guy used to photograph, like, battles in, like, World War II. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. He didn't ask for my permission. He's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't give a shit. But this, she ends up actually liking it, because then later she's like, oh, let me see the photo. Which I guess he's developing in his hotel. Yeah, yeah he, <laughs> yeah. like, paints a light bulb red. And, like, makes a little red room, I makes, guess. like, a dark room. Dark room, yeah. He develops the photos there. Yeah. Yeah, that part's great. And the girl hit, and then Scarlett Johansson's daughter is coming on to his son. Immediately. Yeah. He's he's like kind of like, you know, shy and like threatened by it. Which is nerd. great. Yeah. yeah, he's a fucking nerd, fucking dork. <laughs> I mean everyone is it's like a science convention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean the games they play. What game? What game are they playing where it's just like 
name oh yeah famous like i don't it's like just figures oh, yeah. in history and you can't repeat them and you have to say them in order i'll go and it's like most of them i'd never even heard of and i was like who the fuck I think, yeah i think that was the point saying? yeah yeah super complicated <laughs> intellectual names yeah i was like nice uh, yeah. yeah 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 wasn't it something to do wasn't it just like a simple game of like you just say another name yeah it's a memory yes. like memorization game yeah, you like Recall. say all the names everyone else said. Yeah, right, 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 right. Like say any name, and then you have to say the last <laughs> yeah. name. And they're like, right, "No right. kid, do it backwards." And they do, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're oh, like, "We could do this forever. Great. This will last forever." <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, so yeah, that part's great. Yeah, that kid is pretty great too. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. Uh, the kid from Grand Budapest Hotel is also there. Oh, yeah. And he's... Yeah. Um, he has such a like funny demeanor. Wright. He has such yeah. a funny demeanor. That guy. It's like part of like the military? He's like the little know. boy military. Yeah. Oh, Flash? <laughs> from Spider-Man. Yeah. Dude, yes! Yeah, that's right. Forgot about him. But then we get to the alien part. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. And this is where things change. This is where the story really like kind of sets off. Yeah, this is my favorite part. Ah, oh, the whole green light. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's so funny. Like they, well, they do like the thing for the eclipse. Like they put like holes in a box or something, <clears throat> so they can like see the eclipse happen without looking at it or something. And then, yeah, and then a green light shows up that what no one was expecting. And then, yeah, this little like claymated thin alien comes and just. <laughs> slowly steals the meteorite in front of everyone yeah it's, like a, fucking <laughs> so it's like a family guy flashback when the joke goes on for a really long time yeah <laughs> he's, he's like acting like he's invisible basically his yeah, eyes yeah. are amazing the eyes they yeah. put on him are fucking phenomenal and that was like it's what so like silly. claymation right or something yeah that was claymation like, yeah claymation that was, yeah that's what he just like slowly like drops down on this little like wire <laughs> he's like a little him. alien bandit he like waves at him too he's like bye <laughs> yeah. and Jason Schwartzman takes a picture yeah <laughs> oh it's so good that was so random when that happened I was like what the fuck yeah. this little alien why does he look like that <laughs> why is it but animated that's the end. yeah that ends act one and then yeah, they keep on having like for every like few scenes, so like oh, put yeah. up a card that like says like, and I feel like that has got to be I don't know that like feels like to make it more like episodic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just like people watch Netflix. It's like easier yeah, for people yeah. to watch like yeah. eight episodes of a show than like one a movie. I guess, so, like, but it just makes yeah. it it just adds to the confusion <laughs> of everything guess, that's yeah. happening in this movie. It's like. Wait, what? Title card for the first two scenes of the yeah. first act? Like, what the fuck? And it's like scenes three through seven. <laughs> yeah, scenes three yeah. through seven <laughs> of act one. It's just like, why? What? <laughs> yeah. I think it adds to the charm of the movie. I love it. No, it definitely does. It definitely does. I mean, that's the thing about Wes Anderson. Like, he, he just, it's so dense with stuff happening. Yeah, it really is like blink and you'll miss something very crucial because there's so much just happening all the time. And it's just so dense with stuff like that. Like you didn't need those title cards. 
You already have so much going on. He's like, now we have to put tire cards for every few scenes. It'd be really hilarious. Yeah. So, all right, do it. <laughs> but then, what? So, how does Act Two start? Or are, are, are we Is this when we're introduced? Like Adrian Brody is like the director. Uh, he doesn't come till later, like but between? we do get the okay. scene with uh, with where we find out how Jason Schwartzman got the part. Right, because he was like delivering yes. stuff to <laughs> Edward Norton. Yes. Oh yeah. And then he was like started telling him things about how he thinks like the role should be. And then Edward Norton's like, you know what? Like you need to be like you should play this role. And he's like, okay. And then they like make out. Like it was like yeah, a, there was like someone a gay in our romance was happening like, the whole time. What? <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, this guy. Yeah, that was hilarious. It is a random gay like, scene. What? Yeah. <laughs> But you feel the tension the whole time. I'm so glad they went for it. Because the whole time yeah, I was like, no, oh, wow, right. this is like building up to them like, <laughs> yeah. he, 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 like making out or something. It's yeah. <laughs> so yeah. funny like, that oh, he wow, takes these his... two should fuck. Well, first <laughs> he off, he takes his own pants ice cream <laughs> with like a bunch of like filler, like, like it looked like hay almost like papered hay. In like a oh, random yeah. box and the ice cream was still perfectly frozen and he just... Yeah. takes a spoon of it and just puts it right <laughs> and in his mouth. gives it to him yeah <laughs> yeah so right there you're just like oh, okay yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah. something yeah. going on here with these guys <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and it's just funny. it's really funny uh it's just played so funny those two actors are so good Edward norton yeah. and jason schwartz punches a window out <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. don't. He's like, that, window, one, yeah. that one is, is broken. That, that one's jammed. That one's jammed. And yeah. he's like, still trying to do it. He just busts it open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, was good. So great. That was so funny. Oh, my God. That was the bet. Like, when that happened, I was like, this movie. How does Act 2 start? Is that not Act 2? I, that, I think yeah, that I don't is, remember. Right? That's like in between. Mmm. So act two of the play, right? Like of the main story. So then act two of that is they all get go on lockdown because the alien thing happened. And that's when Jeffrey Wright shows up and he's like, we're all on lockdown and everyone's like super pissed. But Jason Schwartzman and like Scarlett Johansson, like develop more of a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. She like does like a, a nude scene for him. Like, like she practices a, a a nude scene and then she like oh, drops yeah. her towel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was great. She says, "I do a nude scene. You want to see it?" He says, mm-hmm. "Yeah." Huh? Did I say yes? She says, "You didn't say anything." He goes, "Well, I meant to say yes, but my mouth didn't speak." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's great. Ah, uh, it's so great because we just watched Rushmore too, and it's like full circle. For these guys, yeah, he's like he's like becoming an old man now. It's crazy, right? He was like a little boy in Rushmore. Yeah, he was just a little boy. <laughs> now he's a grown man. <laughs> now he's a man. <laughs> Jason Schwartzman. Uh, he's one of the best. I really like their dynamics, Garjo and and Schwartzman in this movie. They're both like yeah. super stoic and completely. Like they have no emotion at all. Like they're just like yeah. just going through. Like the, it's almost like kind of fun because they both realize that 
they don't really have filters and they don't give a shit about anything. So they're just like, I feel like they're kind of playing with each other while showing no emotion about it the whole time. Yeah. And you find out that they like hooked up too. Yeah. Like, I guess like that night. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where, yeah, a lot of stuff happens here. A lot of commotion. The lady with the little kids. Remember that? There's a whole thing with the like what, the, re- the, little kids? the really like, little kids and the lady like Oh yeah, the teacher. The, the teacher, teacher the bus oh, of kids. Oh yeah, Maya. Mm, God, Maya. She, Maya. Yeah, she's like teaching them all this oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's like Christian stuff, there's right? A whole, that, that shit's so funny. There's a whole sequence where they're like eating outside, like in the shade of the trees. They're all in like these like tree shadows. Yeah, yeah, and one of the kids is like trying to run off to join like the outlaws or something. That's great. The cowboys, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then they they do all the awards already, right? That's like before the alien part or after? I can't remember. But they do all the awards. The awards. Yeah, they do all the awards for all the kids. They're like, oh, this guy won this, and and they're all like really funny. Mm. And like, what's his name? Someone made like a laser thing. Yeah, a laser gun that oh, yeah, zaps that laser things gun. Yeah. Existence. And Leif Schieber ends up getting it <laughs> in the end. Right? He's like, ah, my son made this. Or something. Oh, yeah. And he ends yeah, there's up, like, that one kid it. that's always trying to, like, do something crazy. Yeah, He's like, you dare, you dare me? me to jump off this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or, and then, like, he's like, I don't want to be forgotten. That's why I, like... I, I want you guys to dare me to do stuff. They're like, what? Well, what do you want us to dare you to do? And he's like, climb that cactus. And they're like, don't do that. Yeah, they're just like, no, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I love that because, like, the whole movie, he's just asking everybody if they want to dare him to do stuff. And it's all idiotic, like jumping off a building or eating a hot pepper. And then when it finally gets to a moment where his father, like, you could tell he's so fucking fed up with his fucking dares. Yeah. And he's just like, Dude, why the why are you like this basically? Like why are you doing this all the time? And then he has that moment where he basically says like I just feel like I want my existence to be noticed. Essentially is what he says, and they uh, they give him a little leeway, just like a little slack like oh like yeah, I I, I kind of get it. Like what do you want to do? And then immediately he wants to climb a cactus tree and they shoot him down like so yeah. quickly like back to like you're a fucking idiot. Like, why are you such so an idiot? Good. I love how they do that. Yeah, just all the characters. There's so many silly, zany characters going on. And and then what, what I... The next big thing I remember is that they're like, we're good. We're gonna, like... Because someone leaks it to, like, the press or something like that, right? Because they're... Yeah, the kids, these, like, genius kids, like, hack the phone line. Oh, yeah, easy, easy work. (laughs) Gives the the soldier a dime, and he tells the soldier, can you put a dime in that telephone because I, like, did something shitty. I called collect. Yeah, I called collect. Yeah, and I I don't want to steal from the operator. And he puts it in, and they have a completely tapped into the phone line and then get a call to the high school paper. That's yeah, but also that soldier like gives the kid his gun yeah. and takes his dime. Yeah. <laughs> Alt this. Yeah, it becomes like national news then. Right. And then they're pissed, and then they're like, alright, we're just gonna release the hold because 
you know what, it's gotten out of hand. And then the alien shows up again. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't yeah. that happen? <laughs> but it's a, well, well I think, well, I think like that's, that. that's later, yeah. That's later? After the news gets leaked, it's basically like the end of Act 2. After the news gets leaked, right, right, right. Yeah. And then, yeah, we get, we see like Adrian Brody is like the director of the yes. play. Yes. Like Margot Robbie. And he's like the. Or, or, I guess you just see a picture of her. He's like the stage. <laughs> he's like the stage manager or some shit, right? Because isn't is Edward Norton the director? Yeah, uh, I thought he was just like the writer. He's the writer of the play, and then they get Adrian Brody to direct it. Is that what happens? Or he's like a famous like stage director. <laughs> yeah. It was hard to keep up with. And a lot he of has those. a crazy backstory too. Yeah, it's like and his wife's leaving him, and they show like yes. the interaction with his Asian wife. That's amazing, dude. <laughs> so good. Oh, it's so funny. She's like, you really should say that. You should have her say that when the door's closed and she's outside of the door. Yeah. And then she does it to him. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, oh, yeah. beautiful. That's great. Yeah, it's about like yeah, how like how much of like the real life like bleeds into the art. And like he what was it? The the other kid was like an understudy too. I don't know if that happens. Yeah, I mean it must happen in Act Three. What's his name? The Augie's son. The like main little kid. Remember like that like the actor version was like the understudy. To Mitch Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And like he ends up getting the part because the original actor like can't make I don't even remember. There's a whole sequence with him that I remember was really funny. I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember the flow of this movie. There's so much. Well, that they were in happened. the train. Yeah, there's a lot happening. They were in the train, and I think it was uh one of her good friends that was trying to get her to come back to do the play, Mitch Campbell. And then the understudy yeah. comes to give him a letter and he had yes. three different letters. What yes. if all for the scenarios. And he tells her blatantly, he's like, this first letter <laughs> yeah. is if you are looking upset. The second letter is yes. if you look relaxed and comfortable. And then the third letter um, is basically if you uh, don't agree to come back. Yes, and she's and like, all give me of all of them. Shitty. All of them are <laughs> yeah. shitty, like really mean. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. They all like blame her. Yeah, they all blame her. <laughs> they all like, <laughs> which is another theme in Wes Anderson is this, the toxic male characters who are like hilariously like ignorant and like, <laughs> yeah. you know, just like self-centered, like these like self-centered, mm-hmm. selfish men. You know, yeah. and the women always Bill kind Murray. of get the grunt of this, but it's it's yeah. it's played for laughs. I mean, just, just like Jason <laughs> Schwartzman and Rushmore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's just like these childish, selfish uh, dudes. Yeah, that part was so good. But so and yeah, it, they have like like they're gonna let everyone. Uh, leave I guess the next day they have like another meeting and then the alien comes back and uh, just puts the asteroid back and leaves again and then they're like alright no never mind can't leave and everyone goes crazy yeah 
and they have like a big fight and, like with that one shot where like everyone's like ah and someone gets in like a jet pack like yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that laser well, gun the and alien the has arm- the laser gun <laughs> yeah. he inventory he he put an inventory number on the the meteorite too that's hilarious <laughs> the alien. yeah that's yeah uh, that's <laughs> And then is it like right after that that like Schwartzman just like kind of like leaves the set? Yes, it's it's during that during yeah. the commotion yeah. after the alien comes, <laughs> he breaks the third wall and then he's back on set. So and then he yeah you see like Jeff Goldblum in the alien suit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that was say? so funny. And it transitions like from the wide to like the black and white. The color from the black and white, but then there's like color in the background. Remember that? No, really, I didn't notice that. Do you remember that when he's like coming out, and then he like maybe you were just really high. I don't remember. No, any he color walks behind him in the black. And he white. walks like <laughs> into the black and white world. Uh, remember? Yeah. And then behind him, like during what's happening in the play, is like in color. Oh yeah, you're right. Because mm. there's like a right? door. He like opens yeah. a door. And then he's in yeah. a black and white environment, but you still see the color behind him. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's so good. And this he is comes when he goes and he's to smoke just a like cigarette. Pissed. He goes to talk to yeah. Adrian Brody and he's like, am I doing it right? Am I doing it well? <laughs> oh, my like, God. You're perfect. And he gets on all four. I love how Adrian Brody, <laughs> his gets body language, <laughs> he gets like a seat cushion and sits and right in front of him and puts his knee. He gets <laughs> puts, his, <laughs> puts his <laughs> hand on that? top of it. <laughs> It's like you're doing it great. You're perfect, <laughs> dude. The body language is so key. It's yeah. so funny. He just gets the seat cushion, puts it down, <laughs> gets on his knees. I thought something was gonna happen here too. I was like, is this gonna be another gay scene? Like, I'm wondering if they're faking you out a little bit. Yeah. Right. It feels like maybe him and Adrian Brody maybe had something going on. Yeah, I was like, this ties into his divorce. This makes sense. And I was like, oh, no, 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 that's not it. That's not it at all. <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so great. Yeah, and and then, then he goes then he outside. goes on to like, the catwalk to talk to Margot Robbie from yeah. across the, the street. Yeah. Exactly. And Margot yeah, Robbie was... complaining. She was supposed to play um, one of the characters' wives or like ex-wives, right? Or something? The yeah. dead wife. The dead wife, yeah. She oh, was going to play the... More- she was More supposed scenes. to have a scene, yeah. one scene, yeah. and they ended up cutting it. And then so she recites <laughs> the scene that she was supposed to have. <sighs> and at this yeah, point, I'm sitting great. there and I'm going, what the fuck? Yeah, it's actually like a great scene, too. It's such a good yeah. scene. It's such a and good scene. And they talk about it being such a good scene. He's like, that would have been such a good scene. She's like, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I love that. And then it's like, and then he just goes back in and finishes the play yeah and then it's like willem dafoe like with uh is he with edward norton or yes yeah yes yeah and 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 then they start like everyone starts like chanting at some point like oh yeah if you don't go to sleep you can't wake, wake up. up if you don't go to sleep <laughs> yeah. you can't wake up well he's trying to get he's trying to get all the actors he just doesn't to, like they're trying to draw inspiration for like someone falling asleep on during the play 
like what right. that would yeah. look like and so they can but like, everyone finish is it. staring directly into the camera saying that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that part was creepy and it's like yeah it's yeah, yeah it's it feels like they're just breaking the third wall like i feel like this movie fourth is wall. like talking to the audience so, yeah yeah fourth wall, yeah exactly it's yeah the whole movie is i feel like just like wes anderson like yeah we make these movies and like yeah you guys are just out there like basically like living in movies it's all just like one big show i don't know if if, it feels like he's trying to say something personal to the audience definitely in his own way oh definitely yeah there's definitely so much thematically happening here about yeah like movies how we consume movies with the whole meta narrative and how he's like kind of poking fun at that and like our relationship with stories and storytelling and yeah but uh, yeah and it's so good it's so funny it's so meta i feel like he's he's gone he's kind of lost his mind a little bit i think wes anderson is just kind of everything's coming together no in a great way coming together in a great way he's lost his mind because it's like no one else could would go to these lengths to make this story but when yeah. I, I i do wonder if like he is like kind of like a prisoner of his own like aesthetic like i mentioned that to daniel after we saw the movie like i feel like he has like locked himself into this like prism where he can only make movies this one way right and i don't know like i i feel like it serves him but well yeah like, I, I mean I, I yeah i wonder if like he wishes like maybe he wasn't this far into it yeah i feel like he just has to keep topping it now yeah i think he just when it's crazy loves it no yeah i hope so yeah i mean i love it i love all of his movies so it's definitely not a complaint for me it's just yeah yeah i mean i don't think he does see it as a bad thing because no if he did i don't know i feel like he would try to do something else but he just keeps doubling down more and more so in his own aesthetic to the point that it feels like a self-parody. But yeah. it's it's not, though. It's just a fucking master at his own craft. It's just his style has been imitated so much now. It's just become such a part of like the zeitgeist. And, like, no one the, else can do it like, quite like he does, though. Absolutely not. No one takes that much attention to detail. That, I feel like that's a major part of it. His attention are, to detail been, on the aesthetic. Like... The way he aesthetic, nails, okay, yeah. The the way he nails like the color of a movie I mean, and the set pieces of the movie and the tone. It's just like I don't think anybody can top that or even match it. The way he does it. I mean, but there are have been other directors that are like super attention to detail, like Stanley Absolutely. Kubrick, like every little like thing. Well, he's influenced by Kubrick movies. for sure. Yeah, you can okay. see a lot of Kubrick in his work. And he's yeah, said he loves and stuff like that. He loves yeah. Kubrick. Oh yeah, for all the wide angle shots and like very yeah. stagey production, for sure. I wonder what Kubrick would think about like. Uh, I wonder if he ever saw like Bottle Rocket or anything, like because it it, it it almost does feel like a, a parody of Kubrick. <laughs> I know, right? I never thought of it that way. I know. I haven't thought of it that way either, but it, it like thinking about it, it does kind of feel like that. I mean, yeah. his style, you know, does not. It's not it, like in a vacuum. Like he definitely has influences, and there's definitely people that came before him that kind of inform this like kind of style. 
I just think he's taken it to such a an extreme. Yeah, like fine tuned it. He's fine tuned it now to the point, and especially in a, in America, I think there's other directors that are maybe like European, and stuff, and like Kubrick or whatever, um, that he's super influenced by, and even Jim Jarmusch, dude. Jim Jarmusch and him have such a similar like stoic what, aesthetic. What, is, but what has Jim Jarmusch done? Like Ghost Dog, fucking um, Ghost Night Dog. on Earth. You've seen Ghost Dog, seen right? No. Ghost Dog, Night on Earth, Stranger Than Paradise. I don't know. He has a bunch. Yeah. I mean, he's a master but no, of awkward. He's a master. Charm. That's like the deadpan charm. I think that kind of deadpan is just—he's just, he's just yes. so sick at it. Yes, yeah. he is. He really is. And combining that with the, with the ultimate like, artificial aesthetics, like he cranks the artificiality of his movies yeah. so his high. Like it's cranked way yeah, the it's, fuck up. The it's way he not like red realistic. and yellow. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's a stage play, and that's yeah. his thing. His movies are stage plays. Is, he must be like influenced by like cartoons and stuff. Like he has like the Roadrunner, like running around his desert. Fuck yeah, very much so. I feel. I like was waiting is. for the Wiley e. Coyote to like. Me come too. Out at the end. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. That probably would have been sure. a little bit too much. I was just waiting for him to get chased by something, like someone. Yeah. Yeah, he's so good. And then the Roadrunner dances at the end during the credits. Yeah. And I stayed for the entire credits just to watch yeah, the Roadrunner dance. And I'm not going to lie. I was like kind of, you know, not. Yeah, it. I was feeling it. I was definitely like still smitten <laughs> and like moving my feet to the music and dancing with the Roadrunner. I just loved it. <clears throat> and most of everybody in the theater stayed uh, too just to watch it. Well, yeah. yeah. We stayed until like, yeah, until like that little visual part stopped and it went to black credits. Yeah, same. Jeez, yeah. savages! Got to watch the yeah. whole credits, man. The whole credits. No, so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and rank the Wes Anderson movies with uh with his new release here. He's got eleven movies out now, eleven feature films. So yeah, we're gonna come up with our uh, group consensus rankings here. Uh, yeah. So we're, we'll start with number eleven. I mean, my nomination would be Isle of Dogs, but I, there's only a few that it could be. Isle of Dogs? That. Yeah, I'll second that one. I don't know. Which is still an awesome movie. I mean, it's so good. I mean, well, I feel so what, like... What, what do you think yeah, you'd put? I, would... I mean, I don't know. If I look at this objectively... I kind of feel like Bottle Rocket is at his bottom. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I don't it, think so. It's just such a... It's so amateur compared to everything else he's done. Uh, I don't know. It's I, like, I like West the Light. characters in the story. And it's like Bottle Rocket. It's like little, it's like little Kid Wes making a movie. It's like a, it's like a student film <clears throat> compared to the rest of his movies. Whereas Isle of Dogs, like that took like six years to make. Like That movie is in another category for me i don't know bottle rocket's like in the middle for me like to me it's like isle of dogs darjeeling limited like those are the two that like stand stand out as like the bottom for me probably only because you've seen them the least 
haven't seen crazy. Darjeeling in a while, but That's I, I crazy. feel like it's up there for me. Darjeeling is so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's for sure up there. I mean, I haven't seen that in a while, but I don't remember being like, I don't know. I wasn't like blown away by it. Yeah, I mean, I think Life Aquatic is probably down towards the bottom as well. Same. I'd, yeah. I'd still put Life Aquatic over Darjeeling, though. If you guys really want to like kick Isle of Dogs down to the bottom, like savages, <laughs> that's okay. But you leave Darjeeling Limited out of it. I mean, it's definitely going to be in the bottom half. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, it's better than French Dispatch. Okay, I mean, I I don't think so on that either. But we can like. I mean, where's yeah, French we might Dispatch? Be able to work something out there. I don't. I don't well, think. So let's lock in Isle of Dogs at number eleven. I don't okay. think so. Isle of Dogs is number eleven. <laughs> Do you agree it. with this, Anthony? Yeah, Isle of Dogs at the bottom. I would actually put uh, the Life wow. Aquatic at the very bottom, though, if it was up to me. Do you like? Do you guys think that Bottle Rocket is? 10 like i mean it's not just me and josh no 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 i bottle rocket no, to me is 10. like yeah, it's just me there. and mark duking it out yeah <laughs> <laughs> bottle rockets up there for you in the yeah. top I-, I love bottle rocket too yeah, yeah that's like, i, I almost feel like in my heart. we should go top down because they're all mainly good i don't know let's try it or are we going bottom is bottom up really because this is it's this is impossible <laughs> but I think we can all pretty much agree that like the top three are like Grand Budapest, Rushmore, Royal Tenenbaums. Asteroid City is creeping in there, yeah. Asteroid, Asteroid City's two. in there. I mean, it's in my top five, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Same here. All right, what's your top five? I mean, I say yeah. if well, if we're like what Royal Tenenbaums is my number one. That's your number one. Yeah, nice. that's up there. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Think? I think that's yeah. my number three. That's probably the. My, yeah, my number one. Yeah, Rushmore's my number one. Oh wow! Wow, it's so good. It's well, so good. What would be your number one, Josh? <laughs> that's hard. Uh, I mean, all three of those. Get <laughs> yeah, a <the> rake him. <laughs> I just saw Rushmore, so I guess I'll pick Rushmore because yeah. I haven't seen Royal okay. Tenenbaums. We're locking anymore. Rushmore in so, at number yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, so Rushmore we've at least got the, the top. So the Rushmore is the best Wes Anderson movie ever. See, yep. this doesn't make sense. It makes perfect sense. It's got to be either no, it's either Royal Tenenbaums or it's Grand Budapest Hotel yeah. for sure. Because I think Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. Then it's Grand Budapest. Josh just doesn't like ranking things. Moonrise Kingdom. <laughs> number one. Moonrise Kingdom, number one? <laughs> just kidding. It's kind of up there. Yeah. I love no, Moonrise Kingdom. Um, it's number four for me. Yeah, I mean, it's between. It's probably between Rushmore and Royal Tenenbaums for me, so I'd be fine with either one. And if I had Same. to, like, if someone put a gun to my head, I'd probably say Royal Tenenbaums and then Rushmore's number two because Royal Tenenbaums is just... I think the craft is just a little bit better and just the scope is bigger and you got Gene Hackman, but Rushmore is right. I think they're both, they almost tie for me. Yeah. And then of the, of the new West of like a post moonrise kingdom West, I think it goes grand Budapest and then moonrise kingdom. That would probably be my three and four. 
probably go Royal Tenenbaums. Actually, I would probably alternate. I'd probably go Royal Tenenbaums, then Grand Budapest, then Rushmore. I mean, it's it's got a way bigger and more impressive cast than Rushmore. It does. It's a better it's a better written movie. It's a more mature Anderson. It's like his first like time having like an ensemble cast like that and like just pulling it off flawlessly. I don't know. I think there's a lot more depth and. Yeah, I, 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 I think Royal Tenenbaums is just overall just better, but I think Rushmore is funnier. It is. Rushmore yeah. is definitely his funniest. So, I mean, if we're just going by, like, how funny they are. But Royal Tenenbaums <laughs> is also hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah they're all and hilarious. They're all, Royal yeah. Tenenbaums is more of a product. Like, I think what you're, it's like more of a production, though. There's, like, way more like of an ensemble like a lot it's a lot longer of a movie a lot more detail and depth it's of character 30 minutes longer yeah but there's like yeah. so much more depth of character and intersecting mm-hmm. characters i don't know intersecting yeah. stories yeah. Mm-hmm. plus we get the relationship between bill murray and wes anderson and rushmore yeah, yeah. blossoms into a beautiful one yeah I mean, come on. yeah no i mean that's you know that's all fine but as a movie, <laughs> as a That's movie, <laughs> Royal Tenenbaums, it's probably just a better overall movie. You guys could probably agree with that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think I mean, you guys are just like. There's beauty and simplicity, though. And Rushmore is a simple movie that's executed perfectly. Yeah. I'll give it that. <clears throat> I'm willing to give you Rushmore if 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 you're if you're gonna put Royal Tenenbaums and then Budapest. I could do that. That's my yeah. Yeah, that's, that's mine. actually my top three. Yeah. Well, that's not my actually. My number two is Asteroid City, so number two is already taken, no matter what. By Royal Tenenbaums. No, by Asteroid City. Everybody agrees that Asteroid City is better than most of his movies. It's, yeah, it's, I wouldn't put it above Royal Tenenbaums or Grand Budapest. No, definitely. no, absolutely not. No. We're trying to bull rush your pick into number two. Oh, Anthony. my gosh. This guy's crazy. He's so, like, in love with Asteroid City. <laughs> Dude, you guys, if you guys don't, I don't think you guys watched the same movie. You guys seem like you were confused during Asteroid City. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little too high for comfort. That's what I'm saying. So your 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 vote doesn't count for Asteroid City. So I, I guess it's going to be easier. No, it does count. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you get beat up. That's what you, we're doing. You're too high. Rushmore, Royal Re- Tenenbaums, Grand Budapest Hotel, Asteroid City. Uh, I mean, no. Asteroid City for me is four or five. Moonrise Kingdom probably is the next one there. I, I I might put Asteroid City ahead of Moonrise, but I, I, I can't. Oh be my out of god, it. you're insane. I would put it ahead That's of Moonrise. Basically mine. What? Asteroid and then Moonrise for number five. Ooh, that's three. That's three to four. Three on three out of four votes for Asteroid oh, City number okay. four. Okay. I might just opt out of this. I don't want my <laughs> name attached. Cause this doesn't line up with anything I've said at all. I just keep getting vetoed. Dude, there's no way you like I mean, it's just crazy. That's that just sounds crazy because <laughs> Moonrise Kingdom 
is just such a like perfect movie. And Asteroid City, I would put it probably right after Grand Budapest. Okay. And then I would put um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Or, or maybe Darjeeling Limited. Oh, wow. Would be ahead. Jesus. Definitely both of those are ahead of Asteroid City. Fantastic Mr. Fox and Darjeeling Limited mm. are better. No way. Uh, absolutely. This is crazy. <laughs> Oh, you guys it. really love Asteroid City that much? I mean, I like, I loved it. I, I was definitely like that was when I was leaving. I, I, it was a top five Wes Anderson movie immediately for me. Wow, ahead of Moonrise. Moonrise yeah. is number five, dude. Yeah, it's five, bro. What's number four? Asteroid City. City. What the fuck is wrong there with you guys? Three <laughs> boats, dude, for Asteroid Jesus City number four. Christ. All right, this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so we're locking Moonrise in at five then. What <laughs> the fuck? You're <laughs> gonna regret this when you listen back. You're gonna be like, "Yeah, now we shouldn't have said that." <laughs> All right. So what we have left is Fantastic Mr. Fox, Life Aquatic, yeah. Bottle Rocket, French Dispatch, Darjeeling Limited. <laughs> Why do you have to say it like that? I don't know. <laughs> it's involuntary. I mean, I, Wait, I think there... after Moonrise, it's probably Fantastic Mr. Fox. I, I could be cool with that. Yeah, yeah, I could, yeah, I could like that. Yeah, that's a sweep. I kind of like Bottle Rocket after Moonrise, but I, I could do. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I, I had a Bottle Rocket around. But we gotta here, give. Yeah. We gotta give no. Josh one. I mean, he has to get it. We can't just, <laughs> no, no, yeah, don't. At least we all, yeah. No, 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 no. Don't, don't do anything on my account now. Now that we're at number six. Yeah, it's good. No, it's fine. That's fine. We'll give him a Bottle Rocket. Fantastic Mr. That's fine. So we got bottle rocket number seven. This is absolutely not. Probably no fucking way. Where are you? Well, at all. Bottle rocket's (laughs) number ten for Josh. I mean, right here we're going for right after Fantastic Mr. Fox. This is yeah, Life Aquatic or no or French Dispatch. Uh, you think so? Either life, aqu- yeah. Actually, a life aquatic is better than French Dispatch. I will say that it's yeah, well, it's more enjoyable. Dispatch, and it's so much more. Iconic. I just, I did, I just rewatched uh, French Dispatch. I, I did enjoy it more. Like each time I've watched that, I like it more. But life aquatic, but... bro. I'm just glad that life aquatic's gonna be in the bottom tier, and I'm, I'm happy with that. Jeez. Why are you shitting on Life Aquatic so much? I just, I didn't, I like the movie, but I just feel like it's not. I just love Willem Dafoe. Like, that's my favorite part of that movie. And then. Okay. Yeah, yeah why know. is that a bad thing? Yeah, you, you're saying that like it's a hot take. No, no, no yeah, I just, exactly. That's my favorite part of that movie, and then everything it's else. Everyone's is, favorite part. I don't know. It's a little, All right. it's a little overhyped. I don't, know, I don't know if you're weird like me, but I love Willem Dafoe in this movie. Have we put Darjeeling Limited up yet? No, that's what I was going to say. I mean, if, if, yeah, I know you love that. So, yeah. Like, you feel left out here. So, if you want to put it at seven, I'll give it to you. Ahead of. Um, I give Darjeeling Limited above. Th- that's the next one too. after Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. Yeah? yeah Probably yeah. ahead of Fantastic Mr. Fox. 
Uh, no way. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. You guys all need to rewatch the Darjeeling Limited. It's going to blow your I guess mind. So. Yeah, right, Darjeeling so Limited. So far Sorry, as Rushmore? It, it, this is not an attack. <laughs> no, it is an attack. I feel attacked. And it, I, it's crazy that you guys think that Bottle Rocket is a better movie than The French Dispatch. <laughs> I don't know. And Life Aquatic. That's like insane to me. But you didn't whatever. love Bottle Rocket, huh? So number nine, do we give it French Dispatch or Life Aquatic? Um, I mean, I'm really fine either way there. If you guys want to give it to Life Aquatic. I want Life Aquatic. Got it. Higher. All right. We got our list. So okay. one through 11. At number one, we have Rushmore. At number two, we have Royal Tenenbaums. At number three, we have Grand Budapest Hotel. At number four, we have Asteroid City. Number five, we have Moonrise Kingdom. Number six, Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox. Number seven, Darjeeling Limited. <laughs> number eight, Bottle Rocket. Number nine, Life Aquatic. Number 10, French Dispatch. And number 11, Isle of Dogs. Nice. I, I, I don't love it either, but that, it is what it is. Doesn't feel great. <laughs> <laughs> I like how disappointed everyone is in the list. Yeah, I, I don't know. think anyone's satisfied <laughs> with this list. That's what's great. Everyone feels it's so impossible. disappointed by this. <laughs> <laughs> they don't feel good about it. It's so <laughs> it's like, good. Uh, I feel pretty uh, good. It, I did like Asteroid City a lot, though. Um, but it's still up there. I, at top I five. need to rewatch it. Yeah, I've seen all of his movies multiple times. Like, yeah, I need that one needs to. I need to take another rinse in the Asteroid City. But Anthony, you you definitely like the movie the most. So, yeah. like, what do you have to say yeah, about it? Let, yeah, about Asteroid City talk. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, say something. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've already said it all. But to summarize, it is. A very enjoyable Wes Anderson theatrical release. It made me happy throughout the whole movie. I had a smile throughout the whole movie. That it's really deadpan charm, pinnacle of that that genre. And the aesthetics are lovely. Wes Anderson clearly had a blast making this film, and you could tell that he's intimately involved in his craft thumbs way up nice yep that's it and it's number two it's a wes anderson's <laughs> second best movie also just throw that in there and josh agree- josh agrees too <laughs> it's he's a number gonna two. watch it not <laughs> not nice. inebriated yeah, nice, nice. and he's gonna love it why do you keep saying inebriated like you're a fucking dad from <laughs> yeah. like fucking 40s Boy, how inebriated are you? (laughs) How many marijuana (laughs) cigarettes did you have? Yeah, Yeah, as soon as he stopped smoking reefer and uh, getting all inebriated. (laughs) Boy can get a handle on his life. Yeah, bro. All right, we got our scores. Nine. Ow. A nine. Nine. Asteroid City has a nine. Yeah. That's eight, eight, nine, eight. My God. Eight, 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 nine. I thought Anthony was going to give it a ten, honestly. Oh, that would have been epic. (laughs) 
Look at all. I think what makes it even better for me is, is like reading some of the critics' reviews. They all hated it, and I love it really? that much mm. more because of it. But that's not the reason. It's I mean, just, I love that. It's a nice little cherry on top. Yeah, I do think it's weirdly divisive. I think it's like a great movie. It's just like amazingly made and kind of almost flawless. I mean, I don't really think the only flaw is that it's so into itself, you know, that it can leave you kind of cold maybe in certain areas, but it's, it's so good. Yeah. It's Wes Anderson. I mean, it's, he's a real, you know, great director. He's a real motherfucker. He's a real motherfucker, man. He's a fucking stylist, son. Thank you all. And good night. One, two, three. Holy D. They're on who are heaven. Thin and skinny, about six foot seven. Don't we know you ain't our brother or your friend or foe? Or other. Come on, one foot, skip on two.